Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience of owning them is a great one. A new legacy in sound. JLab's new luxury over-ear headphones. Seamlessly blending innovation and lab-quality sound. Over here at Fake Doctors, real friends, we love our JLab Audio headphones. They feature over 70 hours of playtime, four different colorways to choose from, and three noise control modes. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval term. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello. Yo, yo. I miss you so much it hurts sometimes. I know, dude. I miss you like crazy. It's I like... see all these thirsty yet sexy pictures of you on the Instagram, and Florence and I were joking, like, feeling himself a little bit. I'm losing a little bit of weight. Yeah, I saw some of the thirsty pictures. And I'm like, also... My oh, face just hanging out in my trailer. Just hanging in my trailer with my new fit, skinny face. <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the, the drugs and alcohol are starting to leave my system. Yeah. And the first place it shows up is your face. I know. So automatically, you're like, look at this... Who is this motherfucker right here? <laughs> I know. Well, you look great. I can't knock it. How's, uh, have you started shooting your, uh, uh, the, uh, the show yet? Yes, it's a lot of fun. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I am having a great time. Good. Dove, Chloe, and Yana are awesome. Mm. They're the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. Um, the director, Maggie, she's crushing it. Diablo's crushing it. Like, awesome. I'm just having a great time working with everyone. Um, yeah. And and we're trying to deliver a good show. You know, we're trying to re- we're really trying hard to give the fans something uh, that they'll like. You know, whether well, you like the idea of Powerpuff being created or you don't, we want you. You know, we're trying to give you something. Everybody's working hard at trying to give you something, so that at the end of the day, you're like, it was actually pretty good. Well, I got to tell you that there's quite a pedigree behind it. You know, Di- Diablo Cody and Greg Berlani. I mean, these are all these are all power hitters. So I think it's going to be amazing. And I've never even seen anything. The only thing I know about Powerpuff Girls is that graphic of the three of them with their fists up. That's all I know. So yeah, I'm, I know. I'm I know. ready. I'm, I, I've, I've started watching the old show, and that, it's funny. You know, the original. It was a fun show. 
the original series is funny, like laugh out loud funny. I didn't I didn't realize mm. that. And it kinda has the it kinda has the animation of like old school Hanna Barbera type, yep. you know. It's like really it's really cool. Now, I, I will say this. People might not like the way I play the professor because I'm definitely not talking like that. I'm sorry. That shit ain't happening. <laughs> how does the professor talk? He's I don't like, know. hey, the Powerpuff Girls are such, and you know what I mean? I'm He's not like doing a 60s that shit. He's stereotype dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'm, I don't think anyone's expecting you to be a 60s stereotype dad. I hope not. <laughs> Just make it your own. That's well, you know, I, but I still have to hold some of the, you know, some of the, characteristics and quirkiness that uh of course told, but i mean i i think people will be ex- i think i think everyone will be excited to see what you do with it and i think there's going to be so many eyeballs on it and and it's just i'm just proud of you that you're involved with something so cool so am i man how's cheaper by the dozen going incredible uh, same thing i'm just so happy i love everybody the kids are so cute um i just love them they're so they have so many questions and they're just so you know, every day that goes by, I watch them bonding with each other more, and um, and and we're becoming this family unit. You know, I literally have to be the dad sometimes because you know when all the crew and parents and guardians and babysitters and all those people clear away, it's just me and Gabby as the adults, and then like the, these little twins start fighting, and I have to be like, guys, 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 come on, come on, come on, let's focus. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. I, I literally have to be. Like dad, and they look up to me, you know, as like Uncle Zach, basically. But it's fun, man. I love it. It's too That's good awesome. to be true. It's the same thing that you're saying. It's a great script. You know, as actors, we sometimes are on things we don't love. It's 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 a good opportunity, or I'm doing it for X, Y, or Z reasons. This is one of those things where I love it. Like I'm having every day. I come home smiling. Yeah, Aww. I know the feeling, man. And it's you know, I have. There's a young lady on the show. This is her first time ever in front of the camera. Her name's Yana, mm. right? She plays wow. Buttercup. Her oh, wow. first time ever on camera. She did a lot of broad. She did a couple some things on Broadway. She was uh, in Jagged Little Pill with uh, when Diablo did that mm-hmm. with uh, Alanis Morissette, and then she got the tour. To, she got the tour for Hamilton, and right when it was about to go off, COVID happened. Right. Oh man. And so she's you know she's like brand new, fresh, spanking new to the 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 television film industry. And it's so refreshing to see because I remember when I was like that and just like her innocence and the questions she asks and like it's like so amazing. And I and, and I keep telling her, please don't ever lose this energy. Always stay on this energy. Yeah. But you know, in time, you know, Hollywood will get to you. You and, get jaded. Yeah, that's you know? another. I, it's a very. It's funny. It's very analogous uh, situation I'm in too, Donald. Because a lot of these kids, you know, these some of these kids are really little, and even even the young lady who's playing my 16 year old daughter is. I believe she's 18 or 19 just just started NYU and they're all so wide-eyed and it's but I I love like explaining things and you know they have the little kids have tons of questions what's that you know the, whether it's crew gadgets like what's that for what's that or or they they yell some jargon on the set and the kids are like what does that mean and I love being like the elder statesman like well kids <laughs> let me tell you what that means <laughs> and so that's fun and I thought of you Donald because um without spoiling anything for anyway there's a moment where a character one of my kids has to hit a, a three-point shot in front of a whole gym of people. And I was thinking of the Scrubs episode where you where we were doing that oh, one and you had to hit that shot. And this this young lady is so talented and she's an athlete but wasn't a great basketball player. And she's been training and training and training and training and training. And there we were in the stands and she's supposed to like hit like this all-important three. And 
she keeps missing it. She keeps missing it. I'm like under pressure. I'm like biting my fingers for like, like her dad, like I'm, yeah. as though I'm her dad, I start biting my, and, and everyone, you know, because we know they can edit it together. Even when the three doesn't go in, we all cheer because we you know, well, they'll just, they'll edit it. So it looks, and, and we're thinking like, how many times are they going to give her to like do this? They ideally want it to be real without cutting to the mm. rim. You know, she misses, I don't know, but we're all fake cheering even when it doesn't go in. And then in my mind, I'm thinking like, okay, if I was directing, I'd probably give her three more tries. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think. Like, and uh, but I'm just sitting there. And then she fucking hits it. And I swear to God, as though I was her father, I leapt to my feet and I was so elated. And then right she, on. and in the scene, she looks at me and she points. And I was just like, I could have cried. I was so proud right of her. That's amazing. That's, <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. That's so sweet. That's so awesome, that. dude. That's so awesome, man. Yeah. It's really, it's really great. Man. It's really awesome to, to, to live through other people's learning experiences. Yeah. And like I do it with my children all the time, but you know, my kids aren't actors and you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily put them in the game. So when I'm, meet somebody who's in the same profession as me and I yeah. and I'm watching them literally grow as they're working it's it's just so it's it's endearing it's it's overwhelming like I feel you like you want to cry I love it man how are you guys doing man you know so well, why saying- is your camera off we want to see your beautiful hair sorry I'm trying to um text our guests and let them know that we will be with them in a moment Okay, well, I really like your new hairstyle, and I want to segue from your new hairstyle into, well, should we count in, Donald? We have an exciting show today. First of all, this is a very funny episode. I want to explain to people that why we're jumping around a little bit. It's because we, you know, again, you have to bear with us as as the four of us figure out how to bring you the show every week. um, It's it's a little tricky with our schedules, but we're doing it, and we love doing it. Um, We booked Shay Serrano, who everybody loves, who's like a scrubs expert and a brilliant writer, for my life in four cameras, because that's the one he wanted to do. And uh, that, as we all know, that's a special episode where we spoof uh, the sitcom. Um, Shay wasn't available this Sunday. So we're going to do Shay next Sunday, right, Joelle? Yes, that's correct. And so we jumped ahead to 418, My Roommates, um, which is a very funny episode that Shit we're going to talk about today. me rolling. Rolling, rolling. And uh, as we had promised and uh, people have asked, we brought on uh, three of our stand-ins from the show. And we'll explain again and remind you what stand-ins mean and are in a moment. But I'm very excited for this episode. And also we're going to do an update on Joelle and her date that she met during the live show. Thanks to all the people who attended. Oh, and sure. Joelle, your hair looks very cute. It looks very I really nice. appreciate it, guys. It's How long did that take? Did you listening. do that? Your, you didn't do that yourself. Yeah. I oh, I see. It's just the front. I thought it was the whole thing. No, no. I have a oh. hat on. Thank God. Oh, that's very um, cute. That's a good look yeah. for you. Yeah. just twist. Thank you. And Daniel, I see the DJ turntables are set up. Have you been um, practicing? Do DJs yeah. call it practicing? Yeah. No, that's that's the right word. I'm doing a, a DJ stream tonight for the first time in a long time, so I had to get Ooh, it set up and get nice. it. Nice. Daniel, we gotta bury the lead. Come on. Oh, well, the timing will be Small off. Cookies. How will, will people be able to watch it on Tuesday or no? Sure. Yeah. The the uh, what's called the video on demand. If they go to my Twitch channel, they can watch it after. Well, the remind people how to watch you do your thing. 
you can go to twitch.tv slash DJ underscore Daniel. D-A-N-L. That's what I'm talking about. That's what, that's, that's what I'm talking about. All right. <laughs> Donald, count us into America's favorite podcast. Before I do that, that was like a real, that's what I'm talking. That was like a drunk, drunk, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, I mean? think I was drunk when I did that. I, I don't know. Just the way I said, that's what I'm talking about. You were definitely stoned when you said this. Wu-Tang forever. <laughs> forever, ever. Forever, ever. Ever. And I still mean it now. How's the sober living going, buddy? Before we count I am, in. I am uh, on the 15th. I'll be two months no alcohol. Wow. You didn't even drink on your birthday, hey? No, sir. I had a, a couple friends over, and they were all enjoying frozen margaritas, and I watched them enjoy them. <laughs> I'm supposed to. I haven't drank in two weeks, and I'm supposed to go out and get wine tonight with the uh, head makeup artist on our show mm -hmm. uh and i'm dreading it because i really don't want to drink but i want to hang out with the dude you know well, what that's I mean? the problem by the way this is a problem for the and other i'm sure there's people listening going oh, i would try you know taking an alcohol break but oh going out for being social is and that is tricky and i recommend what i do is i, I get something that's a little bit special like a ginger beer which i really happen to like oh because um, it Hell tastes yeah. really good to me. It's, it's kind of the equivalent of getting of when I say I have a GT's kombucha, although the rest of the bar probably won't have a GT's kombucha. But right. you can get a ginger beer or something else that you find that you don't normally get that doesn't have booze in it. But, dude, I'm telling you, once you get past the initial, like, oh, everyone's having a drink and I wish I had a drink, I'm so stoked. Like, when I make it to the parking lot and I and I actually made it through dinner and didn't have a drink, I'm like, yes! Because the only part you care about is, like, the the sort of socializing. We've just... We're so used to it. We've been doing it since we were freaking teenagers, most of 21, us. 21, yeah. Well, yeah, or oh, I was doing it when I was, I, I drank more in high school than I ever did the rest of my life. But, right. um, you know, so we were just, we're just conditioned to it. And it is awkward, you know, that that's the only time that I miss having a drink is when your body, we have this like Pavlovian response, like time to socialize, drink. Right. Um, which is weird. And we're just, we're just used to it. So, but I'm telling you, once you make, if you successfully make it past that stage and just had a non-alcoholic drink, um, you feel super stoked. Right on. Right on. Um, yeah. So no weed, no booze, two weeks. I'm good. I'm loving it. Yeah. I like the way my face is Keep starting to look. You know, as my therapist says, um, nothing beats a streak. No, you know? nothing so, beats a streak. So well, it's like a streak can be beaten, but yes, nothing beats a streak. No, what he was saying was that if you whatever you're trying to do, whether it's meditate every day or do some exercise every day or take a booze break, it's um he said there's so much power in a streak because you don't want to lose your streak. You don't want to fuck up your streak. Right. Something I always did, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast, is um is just print out a paper calendar. You can find a free one on on the web. And then I would just give myself a smiley face on, on, on the day every time I was doing something I wanted to, to, to do every day, whether it was meditate or take an alcohol break. And then even just looking at the calendar, like, I'm not going to fuck up my streak by putting a hmm. fucking X on the day. I want right. my smiley face. Right. <laughs> it's, re it's crazy, though, man. Once you freaking decide to do this, out of the blue, everybody and their mama want to smoke with you. Or everybody and their mama. Like, look, do you know how many, you know what I, my cast gifts were? Like, the gifts that they gave me? Shit like this. Look at this. Let's see it. What am I going to do with this, dude? It's like, <laughs> what are you Regifted. doing? Regifted. Regifted. That's the only way to do Listen, it. Listen, I had this um, assistant on the movie, and she brought in this beautiful bottle of wine from the producers. Um, I'm sure it was expensive because it was my birthday present. 
And she's like, oh, just reminding you that you got that um, bottle of wine from the producers. And I said, oh, thank you so much. Um, she goes, where do you want me to put it? I said, in your bag. It's for you. Right. And she was like, really? She goes, this is like expensive. I was like, I know. I'm not drinking right now. That's all you. Have a good weekend. She was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's awesome. All right. So here we go, y'all. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made. About a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, he's got stories that you all should know. So gather around to hear our, gather around to hear our, but we watch show with Zach and Dono. Mm-hmm. All right, now we got to start off. Joelle, um, first of all, um, mm-hmm. has there been any updates? Uh, has the Has the date so to remind people who weren't at the live show, we did a dating game and all of the attendees of the in the audience voted. We had a live uh, poll it, which person Joelle should take on a Zoom date. We we all voted on it um, amongst ourselves. And then, of course, we left it to Joelle. And did you have the uh, date yet? Yeah, we did. We It was actually this morning. Wait, before you um, answer, before you answer. Okay. Daniel, I think we should play the theme song for Joelle's dating yes. segment. Uh, Here we go. It's the most fire song ever. Here we go. Get the word out all over the town. Joelle Monique is down to get down. No matter what's between your legs, tomorrow morning you could be making an ex. Joelle Monique is down to get down. Oh, yeah. Joelle Monique is down. Wow, that is. I think that's what they call a bop, Daniel, in DJ in DJ lingo. I believe you're correct on that one. Okay, I love the lyrics. The lyrics are the best. All right, Joelle, go ahead. How did it go? Um, it went really well. It was fun. Uh, we sort of talked about it before, and I was like, "Oh, fifteen minutes is kind of short. Like, let's do half an hour." And by the end of it, we've been talking for two hours. We were gonna watch a movie, never got to that. Um. Oh my god! It was fun. We like exchanged a lot of like television and manga X. <laughs> so we're gonna wait. Like, it was television and what manga? Manga. Like, it's like it's uh, the comic it's book form Japanese, of anime. Yeah, it's it's, it's ab- yeah. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she reads a ton of that, and so I was like, okay, so I'm gonna find the books and read and watch the shows, and it was fun. And we'll text about them, and then. I think in a week or so, we're going to try to watch A Knight's Tale. She hasn't seen it since, like, middle school, and it's one of my favorite movies. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So a good. Knight's Tale. I don't know A Knight's Tale. Yeah, you do. Oh. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. I never saw it. Alan Tudyk. Oh, it's so good. Alan Ooh. Tudyk, Heath Ledger, uh, the dude who plays Vision. Paul Bettany. Paul, Paul Bettany. Bettany. And <laughs> Donald just knows them as their Marvel characters. Mm-hmm. Dude <laughs> who plays Vision. Uh, and then what's the young lady's name, man? She was so uh, hot I can't for remember. a She's really long so time. She's so good. Yeah. She was, uh, she was on fire oh, for a minute. And then she's in a bunch of indies now. Shannon Sossaman? Shannon Sossaman. Oh, yeah. She was fuego for a sec. Yeah. I mean, in her career. In her career. She's she's a knockout. Um, wow, Joel, that's really good. I think that yeah. might be. Re- I think that may be why you seem to be smiling um, ear to ear, even though you you're sitting there. <laughs> I also I mean, had a very good nap. So it's just oh. been an all around. Joel Monique is down. <laughs> down to get, get down. down. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Daniel, maybe you should work that song into your uh, into your set tonight. <laughs> you know what? And for any of the Scrubs fans that are watching, they might enjoy that. Yeah. They'd be like, um, oh, shit, deep cut. Deep cut. <laughs> um, well, I'm happy for you, Joelle. Will you promise to keep us Thank updated? 
Yes, I'll keep you updated. It's nice to have, um, you know, when you're single and it's been a pandemic, uh, it's nice to have a little someone to flirt and chat with, I bet. Yeah, absolutely. Was there flirting? Yeah. Of course there was, there was flirting. flirting. It was an actual date. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it was a very real oh, date. So nice. excited. So cute. So cute. Now, make sure, that you, make sure that you at least have a hangout once per week so we can, you know... <laughs> I'm serious. Wow, Weekly. Put a lot of pressure on relationship already. It just started. Okay. Well, if it doesn't feel natural, don't do that. But <laughs> I would be great for the fans, for our listeners to get a weekly update. I'm, I'm sure everyone is very invested in your love life uh, as much as I am, Joel. I'm sure too. Uh, I have to. We'll, we'll, I'll talk to Sam about how much you yeah. know. Tell Sam for the good. Of, tell we'll Sam for the good of the show. You guys need to schedule a weekly date. <laughs> <laughs> Put the pressure on to him. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Let's bring in. Shall we bring in our stand-ins? Yes. Let's bring in our guests. Our yes. Guests, our I'm guests. I'm so excited for this. I'll ex- we will explain to you um, who these lovely people are again, I promise, because you might be confused. But I haven't seen three? two of them in like since we wrapped. I haven't either. And I'm very excited about it. Yeah. Well, let's bring them all in. Here are Deontay, Scott, and Renee. There, there oh! we go. Applause. Deontay, put your picture up, bro. Wait. Oh, my God. This is it's so what surreal. The fuck, yo, Deontay. <laughs> oh, you got it. You got it. I feel like I could cry. Wow. Why has Renee not Please aged do. one day? Renee, I know, right? I know. Please. No. Come on. Yes. Stop oh my mind. god. All right, well, Scott, let me... you look old as fuck, but Renee, <laughs> oh, you have god. not aged one day. No, I'm just I'm just it's amazing. All right, let me I do, have like, a kid. Like... I have a four-year-old. So you, you know. do, Scott? Yes. Scott oh does. my oh, god. god. So Let's if I do get it old. Into... I have Renee, an eight-year-old. This... Renee, and Renee has an eight-year-old? Yes. Oh, oh my cow. god. And Deontay? I got three cats. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just let's get the audience uh, caught up a bit, oh you guys. God. And Deontay, thanks for coming out of the helicopter to come join us um, on the podcast. <laughs> He's that playing Call is, of Duty. That He's joke playing. is related to his giant headset, everyone that you can't see. Um, that's uh, you guys. That's uh, Joel and Dale, our our uh, producer and and editor engineer. Pleasure, um, Joel. Audience, guys, I'm going to describe to people, because a lot of people who listen to this don't know anything about film production, what a stand-in is. And then I want you guys to to clarify or change anything I say. But we were very, very close to these three people because Scott, Deontay, and Renee were uh, me, Donald, and Sarah's stand-ins. What that means is when you're making a film or a TV show, we go and we rehearse. And then the cinematographer and the camera crew and everybody needs to needs people to light while we go do hair and makeup and change our costumes and in Donald's case play video games um they need to rehearse the camera moves they need to set the lighting they need to you know do they need they need people that are exact height our skin tone and ideally have the same hair color so they can adjust all the lighting and when and so that was these guys uh Scott was my stand in Deontay was Donald's and Renee was Sarah's and we spent so many years being very close with these three people and have about 10 million inside jokes because we just we, we spent the whole day with them. Um, guys, what did I get wrong? What did I get right? Chime in. Well, we basically stood on tape. That's what we did. Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> we, so, yeah. so when the you know when the DP and when Zach, you know, you guys are um, doing what you do or setting up, you know, you could be out with another camera crew. We had we were splintered so much into different crews mm-hmm. um, to sort of multitask, and so you don't have to stand there and get exhausted for an hour under hot lights. We would stand there and um, you know Make. just. Don't forget, don't forget Scott, you know, Scott had all the voiceovers, so all the voiceovers. Yes, don't forget that. That's right. I'm sorry, Scott. I already, I already have minimized what you did. Um, Scott, um, not only, I'm not just saying this, you're a good actor, which really helped because, you know, the, the voiceovers were such a character in Scrubs and we had to time out what the timing would be like that whole voiceover is going to be here during the scene. So Scott, I would read them the first rehearsal just so Scott could see like the rough idea of how I was going to do it. And then he would read it uh, in the scene. So Scott was kind of in almost every scene we did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I became good at mimicking your style, I guess, in your time. I always appreciated (laughs) Scott, how you didn't, you know, you would act it great, but you wouldn't like, try and like like upstage me and do the moment like you know a, a different kind of actor would be like well i heard how zach's gonna do it but i have a different take on it and, uh, <laughs> that, that would be the times when i would read it for him when scott was missing you remember those times zach whenever uh, scott was missing yeah. and i yeah. would read it and you'd be like no nobody i'd be like deontay no. bring it bring it yeah. down like 10 notches okay deontay was trying to be on the camera man. like deontay probably out of all of the stand-ins was in the show the most right yes like yeah, yeah. everyone one, By yeah. far, yeah. No, but you all had lines, Renee. Do you remember what your what your line? We just saw your line. Uh, I think you're a bartender. Yes, I will. I remember the first. Well, I was always so camera shy. In fact, I didn't really want to do a lot of that stuff because I was like a stage performer and a dancer. Yeah. And so for me, it was like, oh my gosh, I can see all the people, and I'm performing in front of the whole crew, all these people I knew. Yeah. And of course, as soon as I come down from the the uh, dressing room, it'd be like, "Oh, ho, ho, you're gonna screw up! You're gonna screw up!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 you look so cute in your scrubs. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, now I'm gonna screw up." But um, yeah, I remember my first line. I think it was in Bill. Bill Lawrence was directing. I was a bartender, and my line was, "It's an open bar." Yeah, this one, we just often, saw this one. It was a, it was a, I think it was to Kelso, right, Donald? Yes, a Ken because he I mean I I was so comfortable with Ken. I loved Ken. And I remember Bill, he often came to set and he would kind of change a line. And he changed mine and I remember thinking, "No, I no, I know what to say. Don't change it." Don't change I've, been, it. I've been working on it. It's an yeah. open bar for two yeah. weeks. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I know what I'm going to say. I'm nervous anyway. Oh my god. And he goes, "Add cutie." add cutie and i said okay it's an open bar cutie he goes that's it and he put that in the show <laughs> I, like, I had the bill line change thing that's so like it's so much a part of the scrubs culture you know right coming you got- on and changing you know that's sweet the- i remember i remember yeah. we were always rooting for you guys to get lines because you know, it goes without saying they would get a, a much juicier check if they had a line. So we oh, were yeah. always, I was always happy when, you know, they would throw you guys, you know, something to say. Now, Deonta, you did seem to be the most aggressive at um, working <laughs> it because as we rewatched the series, you're on it a lot. And you're not only, not only did you do, not only did you do standing work, but you sometimes did background work and you will always mark the orderly or whatever the character's name yeah. was. Hey man. No, I gotta say, you know, Bill, Bill was like super nice and generous. And I, I went up and asked him towards the end of the first season, just 
hey, if something seems like it might fit me, is, that, is it cool if I, if I audition for it? And uh, he, he was so generous. He's like, oh, I, I got you. And then maybe a couple weeks later, uh, I looked at the script and he's like, oh, that's you. Oh, right great. On. That's, that's awesome. a good story. Bill is that the is best. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Also, I also remember best being bosses. terrified during that line because it's with you and Johnny C. And I was terrified of Johnny C. at this point. Yeah, I still and, am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? And, uh, and right before we're doing the scene, we're, we're, you know, they've already clapped the slate. And they're just about to call action. And Johnny C. yells to me from across the room. Hey, D, you know what you do with the, when you have the ball on the one-yard line, right? And I yell back. I go, score. He goes, no, don't fucking fumble. And it was just Do you remember what your first line was the other day? Uh, but yeah, it was, it was two words. Uh, I think you called me by the wrong name. And I was just kind of giving uh, JD, I think I said, I think I said uh, hey, Bert. You know, because he called me the, by the wrong name because my name wasn't oh. Bert. I remember you had a very critical uh, line when the, I think it's later we haven't gotten to it when the janitor finally says his name Glenn Matthews, and then I think Deontay walks up and he's like, "Hey, something, whatever is a different name," and we, like the audience finally thought they got it. It was Glenn Matthews, and then Deontay walks up. They're like, "Hey, Timmy," or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Scott? Do you remember your your first line? I don't really remember the line. I remember that uh, our AD Franklin called they, the scene got, got there yeah it got it got put the scene got pushed but he was like oh we're putting you your character in a cast so i had a full leg cast and um this sort of like brace that went to my groin and that was that was going to take hours but franklin is like oh no your scene is pushed so i went i don't know got coffee i went and chilled and then i got back into my car and i had like 20 voicemails and franklin's like the scene moved up. The scene moved up. Okay, here we need to put that. Can I? Can I swear? Yeah, curse. curse we need away. to put that fucking cast on. He was like screaming at me on the phone. Get to the hospital now and like frantically get in. I don't, I forgot who did it, but they're wrapping my leg frantically in this cast. I'm trying to figure out the scene. Like I had to wheel a wheelchair at the same time and spin. And it was a steady cam shot, so I had to pass the camera, going facing Kelso, and then spin around and talk to him. With this cast on, in a panic, half wrapped cast, and then it was like, I, I think it was just like, "Hey Bob," like I said, "Hey Bob," or like said, "What's up, Bob," or <laughs> right. something to him, um, and he made fun of me because I had a cast on or something. But it was that sort of thing where it was like, you never knew what was going to happen. <laughs> well, I'm always so excited when I see you guys. Um, uh, first of all, I don't think Donald just said as you were coming on. I don't think that i've seen you guys maybe i've seen you deontay i don't think i've seen yeah. renee and scott since we wrapped no yeah, i haven't no, seen renee uh, since I think... renee left early oh and uh, yeah we should say renee and scott both left early renee what season did you leave i can't remember i know it's been almost 15 years because i left because i got married moved to texas and um so and it's this is about 15 years now wow. that i've been married so it was 15 years ago, and I don't yeah. know. That must have been season, I'm guessing, seven? Yeah, yeah. seven. I feel like it was seven. Yeah, me too. Right. And then, and then yeah. Shalina came on, and we called her New Renee. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, no, 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 no. No one can replace Renee. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, no one could no one could replace you, but we wanted to make her feel guilty that she like we I think we were like trying to convince her she took a job away from our friend Renee. So yeah. we were like, listen, oh. we're just gonna call you new Renee. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Meanwhile, you'd left because you got married and moved away. Um and then Scott, what season did you leave? 
I think it was around the same time. Um, I didn't, I wasn't involved with any of the newer characters, like the, you know, when it, when you guys started the new. Uh, but that wasn't until nine. So Was that nine? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was a while ago. Um, yeah, I wasn't involved with that. So probably like seven or eight as well. But you didn't go to the uh, Bahamas either. I did go to the Bahamas. You did go to the yeah, Bahamas. Yeah, thanks for remembering was, all the fun times we had. I was, on, <laughs> I was on Chung Beach. Yeah, Chung Beach. So that was, so that was eight. So that was that. season eight. That was season eight, then. You went all the way to the almost Okay, the so end maybe... Oh, you know what I did? I left, and then I came back. I oh, left one man. season... You tried I, to get out, and we pulled you back yeah, in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was the best job ever. I couldn't, you know... But I, you know, I never really wanted to be an actor. Like, um, like I'm a documentary filmmaker now. Like, I want to be behind the camera, so... Um, I was maybe good at mimicking your voiceover, but no, I just sort you, of like listen, gave... <laughs> for me, from my perspective is you guys were ideal because we just all had, we had to spend so much time together and I just have so many great memories of cracking up with you three. When yeah. I look back on, when I look back on, when I, you know, we, the three of us, sorry, the three of us who were uh, the leads of the show and the three of you guys, we were just together all the time. Yeah. and. We just, I look back on those times and just, I, my eyes well from laughter of just thinking about how many fucking times we would just have so many inside jokes and be laughing. And it was great because it kept the vibe of, like, we had to be, like, trying to be funny on camera for 16 hours a day. And having yeah. you guys be there and, and, and just giggling with you guys was so, was so awesome. Well, I often tell people, you know, we, we spent so much time together. There was nowhere else to go. We were in this hospital and we all got to there. I mean, there was no iPhone either. And so people weren't on their phones all the time. It was like, we were all talking and, and, and we got to know each other like a family. Mm -hmm. And I don't even think I realized at the moment how special that was until I got out. I mean, here we are, we're 20 years old or you know, and then we you get really, into the I'm world. not just saying this, Renee. You do not, you do not like a day older. What is your secret? <laughs> oh. She's glowing. I know. I don't Texas know. Texas water. I don't know. Texas, Texas water. Texas, <laughs> Texas water. We know about Texas water. It ain't that it's good. <laughs> we know but that I, already. I mean, I'm in my 40s, so I, I you know, no. you look, you look but, amazing. Um, thank you. It, but no, it was. I mean, we just we. It was like the whole crew, the cast, everybody got along so well. We were all together every day and and we just and I said I I said to somebody later in another job that I had I said I we went to work every day we had fun we laughed we got things done and we got paid for it yeah. and it's like it didn't feel like a job it was the dream job yeah it was totally it was you knew you're gonna have a good day every day you knew you're gonna laugh like every day yeah you knew yes yeah. I agree Deontay you knew no matter what you were gonna have a couple belly laughs that day and everybody was so so nice i got along with everybody and i can't name one person that you know there there was no diva stuff bill lawrence said that you know he he would not accept jerks you know it was his no no a-hole policy right you guys can say so if you want to curse if you can see, I really don't. I'm not comfortable with you guys censoring yourselves. I it's really all right. <laughs> Renee lives in in Texas. Maybe if she you're might in Texas, not be cursed are you not allowed to curse? Oh, She's not allowed to curse. No. She's like, oh, do you guys, do you guys not I know can. about the Texas rule about Believe cursing? Me. We're not. I, I love she, Texas, but yeah. No, say, yeah. I, I, I can, she, I can fucking curse. Oh, okay. there she is. There it is. DG and I, we still play golf together. Yes. Yeah, I see Donald. Yeah. I've seen you a couple times, Zach. Not nearly enough, uh, but I, you know, I see Donald. We play golf. Have a good time out there. 
Mm-hmm. Um, now, has Donald's game gotten much better, Deontay? Because that's what we hear. We hear. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. His game has got a lot better. And you know what? It got a lot better quick. I don't know what he was doing. I think he was taking lessons like 24 hours a day yeah. for a couple years. But you got to grind, got Joe. Quick. You got to grind. He's got the kids into it, too. He's got the kids at the driving range. Dude, I'll go play oh, wow. golf with De- Deontay. We went and played like somewhere out in the middle of nowhere, and we ran into his brother and his nephew. Yeah. Freaking <laughs> golfing. <laughs> His way, whole Donald, family is into sports. Deontay Donald. always knew ev- knows everybody. Yes, you know, Deontay. Yes. Every everybody. any any person. Well, that, if there were background. If there were, you know, we had our normal mm-hmm. circle of, of 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 background folks, and then you know, lots of other random people <laughs> would would rotate in. And Deontay always knew them. He'd be like, "Hey, okay, like every, Deontay, Deontay, you're like the mayor." Well, he was yeah. like Fonzie. We called them black Fonz. Yeah, specifically the females. He knew. Yes, he knew that's them very true. well. I yeah. like the ladies. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Deontay, are you are you um, are you oh single? God. Are you dating someone? No, I've been dating someone for maybe the last eight years. I hope I got oh. that right. She's gonna kill me. But, uh, yeah, they I, live I, together, yo. We live oh. together. And, and Deontay, we got it's not property anyone... together. It's not anyone we know, like not someone from Scrubs. I know her. Not someone from Scrubs. Not from Scrubs. Yeah, Donald's better. By the way, do you know this, guys? This, um, Deontay, you know this. You'll be able to articulate this better than I can. Um, So the two stand-ins that replaced Renee and Scott were Shalina and Jesse, and, drumroll, they got married. Yeah. No. I think they got married. They have two kids. kids. So those of you who wish that J.D. and and, and, uh, Elliot stayed together... The two stand-ins of, of them did, <laughs> and they got married. Didn't your stunt, your stunt people got married, too. Yes. Yeah, they, but they've no, that since was, broken up. They broke up, but <laughs> oh. they, they oh. met. If you remember that bungee stunt, they met that oh. day doing the bungee stunt, and then they fell in love and got married. In Pasadena, the bridge? Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. We don't like wow. to tell the end of the story that they got divorced because it's not as romantic. <laughs> That's <laughs> no. All right, we need to go to break wow. real quick. We're going to go to break, and when we come back, where you guys are going to join us in looking at this very funny episode. Uh, we'll be right back. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. 
Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealFriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RealFriends. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back! <laughs> so guys, I don't know if you even listened to the podcast. Have you guys heard this podcast before? Yeah. I yeah. have, yes. A few times. That, meant, that was a very t- tepid response, Donald. Yeah, <laughs> I have. It was very tepid. I was, yes. I, was, I was just driving back from Oregon a couple days ago, and I listened to a bunch in a row. So, guys, don't be shy. We're going to talk about the episode. Please chime in. Anything you thought was funny, any memory you have of it, anything. It could be totally random um, if you listen to the show, which it sounds like you don't. Um, <laughs> you, uh, you know that it's totally... Uh, I will um, say... Donald, I think I've heard it more. I heard the episode with your mother, and I've heard it more than her. I've, I'm probably in the upper, maybe five to ten episodes, to be honest, I've listened to. Oh, you've listened to it more than my mom has. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a very low bar. Uh, right. <laughs> and you know what else it leads like me to believe? One. You know what? I think I my mom that. listened to, before you go any further, I think my mom listened to the episode she was on. Oh, and then the first episode. That's it. <laughs> Wait, I've, I've, well, first of all, I think Scott listened I think just outed himself because he said, I listened to the one with your, with your mom, which means he knew he was coming on here and frantically listened to the last episode. (laughs) (laughs) You got me. You got me. You got me. Okay. (laughs) By the way, Donald, did your mom, did your mom like the playback? Did she say she had a good time on the show? I, she hasn't spoken to me about it. Oh, Uh, maybe that's not good. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know how she feels about it. I'm sure she, I'm sure she, you know, she was like, she said she had a great time. I know that. And All right, she, good. You know, well, we had so. a good time on talking to her. She always makes me smile. So the episode cool. starts with, I'm making out with uh, Kylie, right? JD got jungle fever. JD <laughs> got jungle fever. Yep. JD got jungle fever. He's in love. Now, Christy Farris, who plays Kylie, uh, is very talented and beautiful. And she, uh, Kylie, the character, is taking it very slow. Very, very, very slow. Very, very, very slow. Very slow. There is nothing. Have you ever been in a relationship, like, out of high school that went slow like that? No. Not never, as a, right? As an, not as an adult. As an adult. Not for long. Definitely not. <laughs> 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 I 
think, I mean, I'm all for, I'm all for taking it slow, but I mean, the, the implication in the episode is that it's been like weeks and we're just kissing. We're not even like yes. rolling around groping. We're just kissing. Yeah. Um, JD is really into her if he's, he's taking it that slow. Yeah, you kind of yeah. got to be into somebody if you're willing to go that slow. Well, he is, but it's funny. I let my first laugh out loud moment was when I you cut to me and I'm while I'm kissing her, I'm massaging, I'm yeah. massaging my jaw because, <laughs> because I'm so sore from from kissing her, and that's all we're doing. And I love the I love the plan that uh, he formulates to get to 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 stay over. The first thing is, oh, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. it's and it's so cold outside. Yeah. It's, it's like the it's like the it's like the baby it's cold outside yeah. song. I'm like, ooh, yeah. so freezing. It's cold yeah, out there. Yeah, I remember I remember those vo- those voiceovers like when he JD's like sort of searching his thoughts like what yeah. can I do? <laughs> yeah. I just I always remember like it, it just comes back to me like your voice in the the lines like so many sides were like very voiceover heavy. So yeah, yeah, you, we put you to work in this one. Now you were also, I'm imagining reading the teddy bear. Now Donald, you are the voice of the teddy I'm bear. I'm the voice of the teddy bear. Yes, I love that it was a brown bear on her bed. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> we're supposed I love, to have a polar bear. I love. Wait, no, Donald. Did that? Did that get decided after the fact, or did Bill I'm always sure say that you were the teddy bear? I'm sure it got decided after the fact, and they were like, "We need somebody to do the teddy bear." Danny Rose. Who was doing? Uh, who was doing post at the time was like, we need a teddy bear. Do you want to do it? Oh, but, but this was a time a... when this was a time when we used to all like you and I used to love doing like the obscure, uh, you know, hard to place voiceovers like yes. watching Jerry Springer on yeah. television right. or something like that. We love to do that. So well, this was... I thought it was a genius choice that the brown bear on the bed is played by you. Bear. And he was and kind of a be... dick. He's a dick. The bear does not want me infringing on his woman. No, that's his cuddle bunny. kind of scary. Yeah, yeah he literally it's says, weird, yeah. he goes, hit the bricks, bitch, you got no game. <laughs> yeah, it's like, ooh. Yeah. yeah, he's mean. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if they allowed me to do that VO. Maybe they pulled Deontay in to do that one. <laughs> <laughs> Hit, Hit the, the bricks, bricks, bitch. You got no <laughs> game. Got no game. Uh, all I, listen, man. I, I understand because that bear has was cuddling with that character yes. every night, especially if she's not doing it with JD or anybody else. She's definitely <laughs> hugging on that bear some some. So I, I got to tell you. Now, listen, I'm very proud. I think that this is one of my proudest improvs in the whole series. Donald, you know what it is. <laughs> Sorry about the Tuesday, guys. That one, I still use that I now. do remember I use that. that <laughs> you do? <laughs> I come out of the bathroom sometimes and I'm like, sorry about the Tuesday. <laughs> I don't remember. I, all I Must. remember that that line was non-scripted. I do remember that it, the joke was, I think, I don't know, I was revealed, was it always revealing me peeing or pooing or something? You, you were always Just, revealed to be pooing. Okay, but I don't know what my line was, but right. I but I added um, sorry about the Tuesday guys, and I just I that's one of my proudest improvs in nine years of being on the show. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, can you imagine you're cuddling your fucking partner in a tub and your roommate is shitting in the same no. room? Well, no. you're, Donald's re- Donald's reaction was just priceless, though. It must have been like one take because you guys were like about to like break. <laughs> it's so funny. Why would Donald, Donald look like he was on the verge? Yeah, of he was like. Just like <laughs> <laughs> that's our voice when we were holding it. <laughs> yeah. 
Do you remember when we guys would we do that to Sarah to, to fuck up all her takes? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh. And when she starts laughing, it was over. Like, it's oh yeah. Like 10 if you got her, yes. If you got her going, it was over. And then Randall's like, yeah. yeah. He would, Randall, he would the, come in the, like the okay, line producer would come in. <laughs> the line producer who was in charge of the budget would come in and be like, give us the evil eye because <laughs> we were going we were like into overtime, and we and there, yeah. but no one could hear us because Donald and I would just do it so soft that only Sarah could hear, and we'd go. <laughs> and Sarah would start cracking up and she'd be like shut up and we'd be like Sarah, Sarah everybody Stop, wants on, to go home to work. we want to work Sarah Sarah everybody is tired they want to go be with their families stop it and we'd be like <laughs> oh my gosh um, yeah what was up with Jordan's hat it was effective what was up with the hat is there a know. joke about the hat? Is that, I don't know. Was it a stylish? Maybe maybe back in, um, let's see when this, uh, in the, I don't it's have like, the date in front of me, but it, 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 maybe that was a style at the moment. It was like a, what do you call that? A Dutch boy? I don't know what it was. Renee, you know style. That weird hat she's wearing. Dutch boy? Renee's like, I didn't know. watch the episode. No. <laughs> no, actually, no. I, I, what I noticed about the episode, actually, for me, is that oftentimes when, when Sarah, because a lot this episode did not have a lot of her in it. Mm-hmm. And whenever she'd have a day off, I would too. So I remember oh. watching the episode and being like, Ed McMahon was on Scrubs. Like <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. I know. That was so, so random. You know who McMahon. wasn't on this episode at all was Ken. Ken. Oh, really? There was no was Kelso yeah. in no this Ken. episode at all. That's interesting. That's, That's true. true. Uh, and we should mention uh, another member of our posse uh, is not with us uh, today, but we should have her on sometime. Is Katya, Katya. who was um, who was Judy's uh, stand-in, yeah. and she was in our 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 posse as well. And we had tons of good times with her. Yeah. So we want to we got to have Katya come. We got to have well. Katya yes. come on too. I know this episode <laughs> had a lot of uh, Turk and Turk and Carla together, so that meant that uh, me and you know and Katya were together a lot. So wait, oh, yes. we did the bathtub yeah. scene. Were you guys? Did you guys have to get in the water also? We, no. we got in the bathtub, but pre-water. I'm about yeah. to say because that's gross. If- I know. <laughs> you, you know that they wouldn't have them get in the same water as you guys. Well, nowadays they wouldn't. Back COVID in, times back, they back. wouldn't. But back then, that shit. Oh, I want to talk about. So uh, you know, ideally for camera and lighting purposes, your stand-in is your exact height. Now, Deontay and Don. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Deontay, it's very frustrating if the camera operator sets up a shot on someone 5'5", five, five, and then a six-foot-tall person walks in. 5'8", Dick. All right, listen, Deontay, Deontay, tell everyone, because De- Donald brought in Deontay because they were buddies. Well, no, we worked together before. De- I've known Deontay yeah. since Clueless. So here's right. the here's, here's skin. But I want us. them to tell, I want Deontay to tell them about his shoes. Okay, but we can, we'll get to the shoes. But Deontay, I met Deontay on Clueless. He would do background on Clueless, right? And then he right. went over to Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Right. And when I did guest spot, when I guest spotted on Sabrina, he was there and he was the stand-in for my character. And I was like, dude, do you want to do this like all the time? Like, I've known you since Clueless. We've got a great repartee. Let's freaking, let's, let's, let's make this happen. And so when Scrub started, there was another guy in. They hired somebody else. And um, he had to leave. And I was like, I got the perfect guy. It's Deontay. And Deontay came in. And Deontay, yes, is 5'8". And, <laughs> and I'm 6'8". How tall feet. are you? You're I'm, about, I'm 5'11 slash 6 feet. Like, I'm in between. You can, at, you can be a typical actor and round that up to 6 feet. I'm 6 feet. <laughs> I'm 6 feet. And so Deontay comes in and they're like, yo, 
What are we going to do about this? But luckily, we had this dude, JK, who was also a stand-in oh, on the show. Yeah. Right. He was he was Neil's uh, stand-in. No, he was he was Johnny's stand-in Johnny. and Neil's stand-in. He wanted okay. to be Neil's as well. And so to get – so I'll let Deontay take it from there. Well, to basically, to get up to uh, Donald's height, I basically wore these platform shoes that had three or four inches of platforms on them. They were so platform sneakers. My, they were, yeah, platform sneakers. But, but you would have to run in them shit. You had to run in those. Yeah, you'd have to run, have to play basketball in them, all of that oh stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, you know no, what wait, I have so many questions. Deontay, is it true that you, for your own job security, went out and, and had them made yourself? I, I did. I went out and had those made. To, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you didn't you know, expense. They, you didn't you know, expense the show, those. The show yeah. paid for them. They asked me to get. get oh, they did. Okay. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> thought you were worried that they were going to can you, even though you were Donald's friend, because it made no sense to have a stand in the same oh. height. Oh no, I wasn't worried. But you know, I had to go to a, an interview uh, to be Donald's stand in, and they brought in like four other guys. And you know, you're standing outside. You guys are already working. Or standing outside, and people come out and they just look at you and not say anything. Like the AD comes out. Uh, the director of photography so comes out and looks so, yeah, so awkward. They just look at you, no one says anything. And it's me standing between all six foot guys. <laughs> you know, they're looking, it looks like they're thinking about it, like who they're going to pick. Uh, and then, then they come out. Hey, should out we and- go with the guy, the one guy? How about we go with the one guy who's nowhere near Donald's height? Yeah. Well, I had, I had the opposite thing happen. I actually knew Franklin. And I go from my, I had a, you know, he was like, Hey, there's this, this show. Do you want to come work on it? And I, he sent all these girls down from central casting that look nothing like Sarah. So I walk into the room. I'm the only blonde young lady in there. There's all these older women who are like brunette. And I'm thinking I'm in the wrong place. Well, it turned out that Franklin kind of stacked the deck in my favor oh, so that yeah, Johnny nice would have to there. pick me. That's nice of him. That sounds <laughs> right, yeah. But I don't know why Deontay, I don't know, they must have whispered in, in the DP's yeah. ear, uh, oh. uh, that's Donald's friend. I mean, Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, after they did the whispering and they, they sent everyone home, they said they're going with me and they let the other guys go. The other guys must have been like, what the fuck? I <laughs> and, that's um, Hollywood, in, yeah. Yeah, and I walk in the hospital with, with uh, John Inwood, the director of photography, and he whispers over to me, good thing you know Donald. There's some really good matches over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, be, yeah. to be fair, they didn't really love me either, especially because, Zach, your hair was so uh, voluminous. There's so much volume to it. Yeah. It spiked up so high. Yeah. And they were, they were like, you're a little too pale. And your hair is like, I mean, I, I couldn't. I didn't have that volume in my hair. I'm sorry. It's just not washing it, Scott. And if you really want to achieve it now, it's just not dirt. washing. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have. I dug up a couple of pictures of me in the Zach wig, which I have. Oh my if god! You, those at home can't. No, see wait. It. Why, why would you? Did you double me or something? Why I did. Have- I doubled quite a bit, and like I did. I mean, to be fair, I don't know if they would do this now, but I did a couple of stunts, like. Uh, with noon, like not real hardcore stunts, but I rode the moped and like went. Oh. Like they'd be like, get in the JD wig and they call that the a. Um, they call that what do they call it? It's like you got hazard. a hazard pass or something. Yeah, yeah. But you weren't doing. <laughs> I didn't I don't get want, that. Don't, don't mislead people that. that we were putting you in danger. You I was always in danger. <laughs> no, you rode a scooter. Okay, I think you're you're a grown man. You can handle it. Um, now Scott came. I asked Scott because I loved him to come and do Garden State. And I didn't think yes. that you would say yes, because I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to spend so much time with this stand-in, my first feature. 
and it was all the way in New Jersey. And I forgot how, where did you stay? But you came and it was awesome. Where did you stay? I stayed with a friend of mine in like Hoboken. So mm. I was getting, it was such a hard shoot because of that. Cause I had to get on the train at like 4am every day that just getting, and then I think we got, we took like a bus at Midtown, but it took me like an hour and a half to get to the bus. And then we drove into like Jersey. And then I was oh like, my God. You were I was taking, like, this you is you were taking the train into Manhattan to get a bus to go back to Jersey. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I never knew that. Cause I had to, that yeah, I had nuts. to. I'm so um, sorry. I would have but, set up a, a, a cot for you in my hotel room. But no, it was amazing because, you know, you were very loyal and that's part of like the whole set. You know, I appreciate that. And, um, you know, every it, the experience was great because like, you know, I got to meet Natalie Portman and she yeah. learned my name. I think I had, I was just remembering this earlier. I think you taught her the Rabidoo song on that yes. set. Yes, Rabidoo, where is Rabidoo? He's Rabidoo, he's Rabidoo. <laughs> and, and Natalie Port, we sang that when we, when, whenever we couldn't find Scott, which wasn't that we, we exaggerated that we could ever find him. He, that's, he was always right there. But we made up a song where Rabidoo, Rabidoo, where is Rabidoo? Because that's his last name. So are you saying that Natalie Portman serenaded you with the Rabidoo song? She did at one point, I think. Oh, um, that's, that's a good memory. And it seems, yeah, it seems like, and she also saw me in my underwear because I was in that pool for you. Remember the pool shot? Yeah. And I was like super embarrassed that I was a little shriveled. At that point, getting in the pool. So what you're like, saying Natalie is Portman, <laughs> Natalie Portman is seeing me in my underwear, and I'm like, you know, not prepared not, for this. But anyway, so, <laughs> so you're saying that you wish that um, Natalie hadn't seen you in a, in a shriveled uh, situation. Okay. Yes, exactly. And then, Remi but then you know, it was a sacrifice for the shot. You were directing. I had to get. It was cold. It was. It was. Dawn. I know. We tried yeah. so hard to get that pool warm, and uh, and we had because I knew we were gonna have to spend. The whole night in it and yeah. uh, it never was warm enough everyone was a trooper <laughs> but um i by the way remind me when we get off to send you um some cool pictures because i found i was looking through old photos and i found pictures of you in the in the the boat that we're in at the very end i found pictures of you hanging out and uh you'll i think you'll be glad to have them oh really yeah, yeah that's great all right but let's get back to the television show scrub so let's look elliot lived with the <laughs> babcocks who were very old and thought she was a ghost <laughs> that shit had me rolling. Yeah. I laughed so hard at that for some reason. The fact that these old people let yeah. Elliot live with her yeah. and thought she was a ghost. But first of all, you're <laughs> skipping you're skipping me pulling out the cable box because I was fucking, yeah. <laughs> I was I was so pissed that you guys were evicting me. That was funny. That was this was that actually was a very funny episode because of that. Uh my wife and I, we Zach is our third wheel, or at one point was our third wheel, and we yes. did everything together. Yeah, I was this guy. Just short, just short of saying sorry about the Tuesday guy. <laughs> just short of saying sorry about the Tuesday. Everything together. And so watching this, I was like, you know, and then at the end of the show, you know, the, the Turk and Carla, can, they think they're in trouble and everything. But I've never, I never questioned my wife and I's relationship based on you being a part of it. But I just remember everywhere we went and everything we did, Zach was always with us. And yeah. so watching this, it's like, and I remember when Zach wasn't around and we were like, well, what the fuck are we going to do now? <laughs> right. <laughs> just like in the show. <laughs> yeah. Just like in the show. And I love so, how they're uh, like, they're, they were so happy to get rid of me. Because uh, they just wanted to fuck. That's all. Yeah, they just wanted to fuck. They wanted to fuck in the kitchen. They wanted to fuck in the kitchen. They did it once and then they were like, we miss TD. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the plot of this episode is 
Turkit and Carla want to fuck in the kitchen. They kick JD out. <laughs> they fuck in the kitchen. They miss JD. They invite him back. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, man. <laughs> Yo, my adult kids live with me right now. You know what I mean? And 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 I love it when my daughter goes to her boyfriend's house and freaking my son, he's in school right now. I love when they're gone and it's just me and my wife in the house because we get to do shit that we don't normally get to do. And it's such a great feeling to have that moment, but then after the a while, yeah, we can fuck I, in the kitchen. I, I always remember that. Remember that monologue in When Harry Met Sally, Donald's one of your favorite movies. When she's yeah, like, oh gosh, when she's talking about having sex on the on the tile floor. Yeah, and he's like, she, no, she goes, "Fuck in the kitchen." She said, "We never had sex in the kitchen," and he's like, "You never had sex in the kitchen." She's like, "Oh no, you'd hate it. The floor was made out of the, tile. The, <laughs> the tile is so cold." <laughs> oh, so cold. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah. Um, no doubt. We should mention that our guest star is Michael Boatman, who is very funny, and one of the uh, another one of the Spin City cast, City cast uh, all stars who who uh, mm-hmm. came to uh, visit us. Yeah, he did a great job on this, also. Yeah, he really did. I love how he enters by chopper, but they were clearly too cheap to pay for the chopper, so there's no <laughs> shot of the chopper. It's just like a wind machine and a ladder drops. And a ladder that <laughs> drops out of nowhere. <laughs> like, guys, come on! You could have bought a stock shot of a chopper. Like, and you're like, no, you can't. <laughs> We're broke. We spent all of the money. Yeah. Um, um, what about what, what about when I randomly say I banged your first girlfriend, Chantel? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm mad. No, at you go. I banged your first girlfriend. I go, Chantel. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Because I'm trying to spite you. I'm like, I I banged your first girlfriend. You go, Chantel. Chantel. <laughs> but then we never talk about it again. We just yeah. move on. That's it. That's a wrap. That's funny. So this is the first time you see toe or finger, man. I and- laughed every time when you're. Friggin' foot is in Sarah's face. face and she- <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I laughed out loud because he misses JD and Sarah's like the surrogate who's over to be like, I can be fun too. And then you see Donald's foot come in because he's trying to relive the experience with, with Elliot. And she goes, I told you, Turk, I don't want to play toe finger. And then immediately Turk goes, babe, I thought that we tell Elliot to leave, man. <laughs> What about the shot? I love that shot? she says that it's always toe. It's oh, always it's toe. Always toe. <laughs> it's always toe. <laughs> what about? Yeah. Um, I laughed out loud when I when um, with, I'm riding the scooter with Rowdy on the back and Rowdy has a helmet on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will say I remember that episode for the because you know like we were explaining the role of a stand-in. So the DP when John was like setting these shots. He would be like, uh, Rabidou, it's not working. Do you have Rowdy? And he'd be like, props, bring in Rowdy. So I'd have to stand in holding Rowdy for 30, 45 minutes under hot lights. <laughs> and like sort of, and I don't know if you noticed that. Under hot lights. Yeah, I don't know. He had this aroma. I don't know. How if it was dare like the, you, sir? Well, How I just mean, dare Rowdy you? had a smell. Rowdy covering, a smell. yeah, it, I don't know if it was the prop department covering Maybe he probably smelled like a cologne because they were covering him with cologne. (laughs) But (laughs) he was a dead animal, you know. (laughs) He was, but it it didn't. You know, it it was like an homage to him. I I get it. It wasn't. It wasn't gross in the moment. You know, it was. It was like an homage to. It's never. It's never discussed why (laughs) JD was able in the divorce was able to get rowdy. Donald. I guess. I guess I must have been the one who paid for him or something. You'd probably snatched Rowdy too. There's no way Carla was gonna let Rowdy stay in the apartment. Also, 
I do think it's funny the only oh that's probably why Carlo hated Rowdy. <laughs> I do think it's funny that the only thing I took was the cable box and Rowdy. <laughs> yeah, that's. What... <laughs> I love that you go to all of these different places too to stay, and right, the one place that you decide on for one night is staying with the Todd. Oh, that's the funniest of part of the episode. Hammocks. That's the oh, funniest yeah. part of the episode. Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. He says, the Todd, he says the Todd is not accustomed to receiving gentlemen callers. <laughs> yeah, I laughed out Extra. loud. Oh, my gosh. And then the picture of all the people on the swimming team, and you're like, the- which one is you? <laughs> because I don't swim. I don't swim. <laughs> no, because... He goes, there's the big, there's the big, there's the big of all the swimmers. And I go, oh, which one is you? And total deadpan. He goes, oh, I don't swim. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh, my God. And then he shows all his, um, his, his banana hammocks in a yeah. lit, it's a lit closet. Like, it has lights in it. Yeah. And they're all lined up. And he goes, what are you, about a medium? And I go, <laughs> I go, extra medium. Extra medium. <laughs> this will fit. And he goes, he goes this will do. And it's going to look great. What does he say? It's going to look good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the funniest fucking shit, man. <laughs> Donald and I have been rewatching this show, you guys. And we have a whole new respect for Rob. Like, Rob, oh, man. I, yeah. Rob steals Rob every episode. It. Every episode Rob is in. His line is the funniest line of the episode every time. And I remember when we were shooting this, I remember being like, there goes Rob, run in line again. Look at him run in line. But dude, he delivers every fucking time. We were always making fun of him. Like, oh, come on, Rob, you run in line again? And now we're we're rewatching it. Good thing he ran line. He's fucking hilarious. He's fucking hilarious. Dude, we have a caller. Yes. So, guys, I know you don't listen to the show or you pretend to, but we we take a caller. Renee, Renee, I believe you at least. Um, so we take a caller, as you know, and, uh, and we give him two questions. I don't know why Daniel and Joelle have decided not to attend this episode. Why do you I guys know, right? hate <laughs> our friends? You don't, you don't want to meet the, 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 the gang? Yeah. This is the, this is the guys, ultimate hangout fest. I don't want did to you guys, Did you guys break off into a separate room? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I'm here enjoying the laugh. We focus on each other. We didn't want to No, well, focus. I want you guys to meet our friends and get to know and love them. Um, <laughs> We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to have a guest, and then we're going to talk to the guest, and it's going to be delicious. Here we go. We'll be right back. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval to Apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And we're back. We are back. All right, bring in the guests. Don't be shy, uh, Renee, Scott, and Deontay. You're going to share your knowledge of Scrubs. And we're also going to do a segment called Fix Your Life, where we give them really great psychological help. Here comes we all need Ian. That. Here comes Ian. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Ian! That's thunderous applause for Ian. Wow. Ian, what up? What up? Welcome, everybody? Ian. You got you have, I think you this is the biggest assemblage of people we've ever had on the show at one time, right, Joel? And um oh, wow. I don't know if you've been briefed, Ian, but these three lovely people were our stand-ins. The handsome man in blue, the particularly handsome man in blue was my stand-in. And uh Renee nice. was Sarah's, and uh that handsome man with the are those dreads or twists, Deontay? Yes. With the twist, trying to grow them out again, dude. You went from twists to bald to twists to bald to twists again. <laughs> That's my quarantine hair. And uh, you might remember Deontay is the only person in nine years of scrubs to wear puka shells on the show. Um, <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, if you're ever curious who De- what Deontay looks like, just, just go back to your scrubs shell. episodes and you'll see he's the African American wearing puka shells. Not only were they puka shells. They were chokers too. Yes, he would choker. wear a choker puka yeah, shell. Choker puka shell. <laughs> nice, nice. Oh my god! I like to think it's because he got it as a child and then grew into it. Back when they were back, I miss you. I love you. All right, so Ian, where are you calling from, sir? I'm, I'm in a town called Westchester, Pennsylvania. We're about like 45 minutes west of Philly. Okay, well, okay. welcome to the program. Westchester, um, PA, in the motherfucking hoos. Yes, appreciate that's, that. That's, 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 you should make that your ringtone uh, when you hear this back. <laughs> let, me, let me make it one more time. Yeah, make it, make it clean for Wait, ready? Go. Westchester, PA, in the motherfucking hoos. Yeah, there you go. If, you <laughs> Solid. Would, uh, Solid. if, you, if you're tech savvy, or uh, uh, make that your ringtone, or enlist someone who is in your family, and uh, that should be your ringtone. 
I give that uh, to anybody in Westchester. It's free. Yes, from if me you live you. in Westchester, you are also welcome to use that. Um, it's, a, uh, it's an amazing town. Come out sometime. I don't My think show. that will ever happen. I don't, that I don't will think never, that will never happen. happen. I don't <laughs> think <laughs> that, uh, you know, listen, I've only got about 45 years left. I just don't know if Westchester has <laughs> things on the list. <laughs> no, as, I, as, I, as I weigh Rome. <laughs> no. Uh, um, all right. So what's your, what's your question for us, sir? And I hope it's, I hope it's something that's, that, that these wonderful people can weigh in on as well. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to hear from everyone here. Um, and super honored. Thank you for having me. Uh, first oh, course. dude, we're so happy you're on, man. We're happy you're yeah, here. And it all has to great. do with that beautiful freckled lady right there who had a, who's smiling because she had a very nice date, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> oh, oh, fascinating. Oh. Um, yeah, and Joelle said in the email, she's like, hey, I don't think, I don't think Donald will be on with you. And I was like, that's fine. I might not get my intro, but then to come in, first thing I hear is Donald giving me that, that solid intro. So I appreciate that. That's how it goes. Thank All right, go so ahead. Much. Yeah. So my question basically is just, um, so I'm an educator and, um, you know, in, in my role, like we're always reflecting on what we do. Um, the second we finish teaching, like we're our worst critics and uh, we're always picking apart. Like there, there's no, but I don't think any teacher feels like they did a phenomenal job once they leave a, a lesson. Um, and I'm curious in your roles, um, like how, how you feel when you're done. Like, do you feel, have you walked off a, a set? Have you walked off a scene where you're like, man, I just, I, there's, it's it. It's, and I've heard you say like, it's in the can, we're good. Um, but, but I've been fascinated too, to hear your comments of um, like some of, it sounds like, you, like, I guess my question is like, do you go back and watch that before it goes live? Or no. when do you get a chance to like, kind of watch your, watch your, your craft in action? So what you're saying is actually something that a lot of actors do, and you can't help but do it. Mm-hmm. So I'll have, let's, whether it be an audition or you have the job, at the end of the day, as an actor for me, I always reflect on what I did. You know what I mean? I think back, what did I do? You know, what's usable, what's not usable? And then all of a sudden, jokes start to come. And or... The way I said it, a different cadence or a different uh, a different emotion comes, and I say, "Oh, I could have did it this way." Like, "Oh man, I oh, this joke would have been really funny if I would have said this instead." Or, "I wonder if they have the one where I." So that always happens. Now that doesn't mean I think I did a bad job, but it definitely I definitely feel like I don't always you know leave it all out there. I don't get it all out. Because there's so much more uh, after you're done, and hindsight is twenty twenty, as as we all know. So yes, in my experience, I I do that all the time. Where it's like, I think I did a good job, but if I just had one more day to think about it, I probably could have done better. You know, I would go often to the edit suite uh, on Scrubs. It was on the first floor, and um, I would I was kind of I was I wanted to learn, you know, uh, about filmmaking, and and but I also wanted to sort of see what they were putting in because you know we would do so many different versions, and ultimately it would be up to Bill what was going to go in the show. And as he and I became closer, I would I would campaign for things I liked, like you're not going to put that in. That was the whole crew, you know. Sometimes Bill wasn't on set. So he, at the time we were doing something, so he wouldn't know that like, you know, we don't have a live studio audience, obviously. So we only have the crew and these guys here, obviously. So we would, we would judge it by like, oh dude, the whole crew and, and the stand-ins, everyone was cracking up. Why didn't you, why didn't you use that? So you're sort of jockeying to get the version you think is best in, but you have to sort of let it go because it's not, you know, it's not, unless you're the director or the showrunner, it's not really up to you. That's something you have to get used to as an actor. Um, 
uh, different from being a theater actor is that you do it all these different ways and then you you give it off to someone and say oh please don't make me look bad please make right. me look <laughs> good and you might see a cut you know sometimes we've we've all experienced this as actors that you watch it and you go oh what happened why was that so much funnier on the day because right. it's all made in in the in the edit room you know johnny c used to jokingly go we'd, we'd finish a scene and and it was it had gone well and he'd and I, I've said this on the podcast. Our, our main editor was named Jean Michel, and he'd go, "We gave Jean Michel some ammo." And he'd sort of <laughs> yeah. cockily stroll. That. He'd sort of cockily stroll off. And I, I remember thinking, like, "Yeah, we gave Jean Michel ammo, but I hope he, I hope he puts it fire, together, properly. fires the gun correctly." <laughs> right. you know? and, and Johnny C would, if he didn't feel like he did something right, he'd yell again. Like he'd scream. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> like, that's one. Per- you're absolutely right about that, Renee. That's yeah. one person who. I believe when Johnny was done, he was like, I got everything out that I wanted to get out. Uh, There was no, I didn't, I left it all on the table for them to work with. We made up a song for Sarah. um, And because no matter how many, the directors on our show were always great. And they do something that actors love, which is, hey, I'm good to move on. Are you okay to move on? To the actor, they would say that. And the actor could be like, yeah, I'm good. I think I, I got no other ideas. Let's move on. But Sarah, without fail, would go one more. One more. And so we started calling her Sarah One Morsey. Do you guys remember this song? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Sarah One Morsey. Sarah One Morsey. She wants one more when she's had five. <laughs> yes, I remember that. <laughs> Sarah One Morsey was one of our jams. Yeah. I think, too, like, um, there's like that, you know, there'd be like that immediate feedback that you know, in between takes versus looking at stuff after we've moved on, you know, later. I think a lot of times me and Donald would talk in between takes and, you know, because he trusted that, uh, you know, as his friend and as a stand-in, he trusted me. You know, we, we kind of discussed sometimes, like, you know, that take or did I hit this, you know, and uh, I think that really, hopefully that helped, helped him out. Well, yeah, absolutely. In between takes. Absolutely. And that's true. Like, it's always great to have somebody who's not in the, who's, pretty much got your back to bounce ideas off of it. Yeah, I, I never would, knew that you guys did that. That's awesome. Yeah, Scott, I would where bounce the fuck I... was my pep talk? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't well, ask. You never asked. Well, well I'm I'm also had, now. Okay. I, also, I also had you trouble. You were always perfect. Donald didn't ask either. I, 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 ask either. I just no, gave it well, to him. <laughs> I also had a problem remembering lines, and so, uh, you know, uh, Deontay would help me with my lines as well. You didn't have a problem memorizing lines. You chose to not memorize your lines. And that is a problem, sir. Yeah, yeah. The problem you had was that you were playing video games instead of memorizing your lines. Yes, or at the yeah. club, or at the yeah. club. How did you do that? We would be at the club until like four o'clock in the morning, and Zach would still be able to get to work and know his lines and shit. I used to be like, well, get we the say fuck that like we say here. that like it happened all the time. That probably happened like five times that we were like out that late over the course of this time. But I, it I happened like, where the I two do, of us were out that. Late, I would but, never, I would never um, go out. Like if I was going out, out, I would. And we were stupid and young. I, I would not do it on a day when I – a night before I had, like, a big monologue or something. You would go out and be like, what are we doing? And I'd be like, you have a one-page monologue. And you'd be like, what now? Oh. <laughs> oh. I should probably go look you at have- this. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh awesome. All right, Ian, what's your yeah. next question? Uh, yeah, well, I just – you know, I think um, coming from uh, a lens of music, um, you know, I have, a, I have a fix my life that I could definitely use some help with. But I think in terms of, like, this question – um, there are moments when, when I watch a show that uh, things just hit me heavy and the music in the background just plays such a pivotal part. 
Um, I don't know if you, if, how many people watch Handmaid's Tale on here. Um, I've seen season two of Handmaid's Tale, um, and they bring everybody out. Spoiler alert, maybe. Um, they bring all the, the handmaids out, and they're about to hang them, um, and there's a song in the background. I still can't listen to that song without, like, getting a little, like, fully emotional. Yeah. Um, and I think just, like, I would love to hear any of your thoughts in terms of, A, if you've experienced, like, what experiences you've had with that, watching, like, just being a participant as a, as a viewer of a movie. Uh, or show, um, and then also like if like if you've been a part for anyone who's who's been a part of like the musical selection or a recommendation, uh, like songs that you've kind of just like pocketed and brought out for that moment. If that makes sense. Zach is the king of soundtrack, so he, well. he he'll probably have a better answer for this. <laughs> but I remember, you know, I I'm a huge I'm a huge Star Wars fan, right? And I remember at a very young age knowing really? that the music. Was, yeah, you didn't know that, Zach? I'm a huge Star Wars fan. No, but, let me um, write that down. Donald yeah. likes Star Wars. Loves right? Star Wars. Anyway, um, but at a very young age, I realized that the music was very important for movies. So when I went and saw Jaws for the first time, uh, I wasn't scared of the shark coming out of the water and seeing, you know, the gore and all of that stuff. What scared me was, da 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 and so I would cover my ears for that. I would cover my ears and still look at the screen because that what the screen wasn't what was scary. The music or the 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 foley effect was. And so to to this day, yes, I know the importance of music. I will say this: my first experience of a good song in a movie has got to be like. I want to say it's uh, it's sick. What's ba 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 ba? I know, I know that this must be true. Ba ba ba. What is that? Now was that Sixteen Ballet? Candles? What 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 was that from? It it's Spandau it's, Ballet, right? Is that the song? Is that the? I don't know artist? who sings the song. All I know is hearing that song with two people on a table with a 16 birthday candle birthday cake. Oh, it must cake. have been 16 have... candles. I think it had to be that. I, I, I think that's what it is. I could I be love wrong. It. I... I love it. Like, I have no idea what movie it was, but they were sitting with 16 candles on, <laughs> on a birthday cake with a, on a table. Anyway. I don't know how we'll wrong. ever get to the bottom of this. But... I don't know if that was the movie, but there was something about that that really held weight and, you know, it was if glory. Movie, it was glory. It was glo right. If a movie gets that right, if a movie gets that right, if the movie can find that moment and get that right, it's always it's phenomenal. You know. I agree. I agree. And Scrubs did that a lot, um, Ian. And I, I can only take credit for a few of them. Uh, we've said this before. Krista uh, Miller was a huge part of it. Um, there were certain writers on our staff, including Neil Goldman. Of course, there were lots of other people who submitted ideas, and I occasionally got some on. Um, it really can. I think of it if your emotion is sort of wavering, if you're on the fence, like, am I going to fully go there or not? The song just sort of gently pushes you, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and when you're trying songs out in the edit room, you can literally line up 40 of your favorite songs. And you're like, this is my favorite song. I mean, why would I not choose? And then you try it and just nothing happens. You're like, eh, it's meh. And then you just keep going, and there's some magical reaction happens. I always, I always point to the air, the I always point to the hair on my arms going up, because you'll be watching it, and all of a sudden, when it's right, 
you get goosebumps down your arms and you go, well, that, and I, I remember pointing to Bill a lot of times and I'd be like, well, that's a candidate um, <laughs> because something magical just happens. Um, the, yeah, I know uh, like, a, like, a, you know, on set, you know, you don't, you don't hear, there's no music, right? No music cue put in yet uh, when they're filming. And I just remember a lot of times sitting there watching a scene that's pretty sad. I'm like, yeah, that, that seems kind of sad. Uh, and then later on, post editing, you, you know, you actually watch the episode and I'm over here bawling. You know, that a perfect example for me is when with that is when Turk is having a hard time figuring out his vows, his at the at the wedding for the rehearsal dinner. He's having a hard time figuring out what he's going to say. And uh, he's his brother in law has tricked him into saying that when Harry met Sally, uh, in the monologue that Billy Crystal does at the end of When Harry Met Sally. And then he's off in the corner with JD and he's like, I just don't get it. You know, everything with Carla is just seems like perfect when such and such. And, and I, when I'm around her, I blah, blah, blah. And I just can't get over. And JD looks at him and goes, well, why don't you just say that? And I turn to her and the music that plays at that moment is Gavin DeGraw's, oh, this is the start of something good. Follow through. Don't you agree? <laughs> yeah. Right? And when I remember seeing that, with Judy and I watched that, uh, that episode together, and she had seen it already. And when that happened, I think we were doing a, we were doing a, was that a fart, Daniel? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think my table squeaks. Ian, we, we prefer Ian. if our guests don't fart. It might be This is. I'm definitely not coming to Westchester, Pennsylvania. <laughs> no, but anyway, so that that moment was is so powerful. Just from the lyrics alone, I didn't even know the song. I had to go and buy the song after just so I could hear what the entire song was. And yeah. music right. plays such a big part. In cinema and television, um, and of yeah. course, winter in, in in Scrubs. I think in in the episode everyone loves is a Josh mm. Braden song was a huge example on on the Scrubs. My, yeah. I think I've said this before, but I always point to me one of the most significant moments in television song placement was um, Sia's "Breathe Me" in the uh, at the Six Feet Under finale. I don't know if you've seen that show. Oh yeah. Um, oh. I got so many of them. Freaking uh, adventures in babysitting with, uh, what did you think I would do at this moment? Family Ties uses that too. Love that. Yeah, yeah. same yeah. one. Family mm -hmm. Ties did the same thing, right? When yeah. he breaks up with uh, the girl for the first time and he's writing her a letter. Yeah. When they're standing before me, P.S. Uh, uh, love, and he wasn't crosses the girl, it out. Wasn't the girl Courtney Cox? No, that was it was his wife. Courtney Cox came after. Oh, okay. So if I can say beyond uh, songs, like the power of a composer is yes. just, you know, un, unmatched. I mean, because I'm working on a project now. I just started working with a composer and you have, you know, Zach, you know this. Like if you're, if you're dealing with a rough cut or, you know, a radio edit or something that has no music or sound effects, it's like it doesn't have that life, obviously. And a composer, not only can they give you that feeling, they can, it can take a turn. So like if you want to sort of like, have this shift in emotion. They can do those sort of like variable things that, 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 that that's, that's custom to your yeah, picture. Yeah, it's bespoke. Yeah, right. It's bespoke to your picture that a song can't. Um, so yeah. composers, you know, scrubs any television show. They're doing such volume too. It's like 
I have so much respect for that. <laughs> well, with yeah. Scrubs, you know, Jan, uh, did a, our composer did a fine job, but there was, you know, it, you're cranking out so many that yes, <laughs> they would use a lot of the same, as we all joke, we'd use a lot of the same cues. Or when you needed a quick sting, bow. Bow. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Never forget but they that can one. do bow. Bow. I always joke that one day Bill was like, "Hey, I need a quick sting here," and Jan was like, "Stretching." <laughs> okay, let me do my my work for today. Bow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, it's time for Westchester Westchester Pennsylvania's favorite segment. It's time to fix. Your life, guys. Uh, uh, Renee, Scott, and Deontay, put your therapist hats on. We are he all here to help you. In. Go ahead. Um, and I appreciate you taking this question. So today happens to be my me and my wife's 18 year anniversary. Oh, congratulations! congratulations. Wow. Wedding anniversary. Yeah, wedding anniversary you. or dating wedding anniversary. anniversary. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. yeah. Good work. <laughs> so thank you. Uh, yeah, so the timing of this is like super ironic uh, because this is the question I've been I've been wanting to get forever. Um, the day I married my wife, I said to her, uh, I, "I'm a big back in the day, man. I used to make mixtapes like nobody's business, um, and, and I would look at like the timing of everything, make sure that there was enough time and minutes and seconds and everything in here. She's coming in here. She doesn't. Yeah, know let her come. In. <laughs> come on over here. She can come in. So <laughs> anniversary. Yeah, here I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll, I'll go to. You'll have to share. Oh, you can pull it out. It's okay. Can you all hear me? Yeah, we got yes. you. Yeah. Hi. 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 How are you? I'm okay. How are you? <laughs> happy, anniversary. Great. happy anniversary. Happy anniversary to you guys. Oh, thank you. Uh, so Zach, Donald, Scott, Deontay, Renee, well, Renee Daniel, yeah. Joel. Yeah, Joel all, checked all out of this podcast. This all happened last <laughs> night. Um, so uh, we're, we're on this podcast. Um, I've been emailing them. You know I listen to this nonstop. Hamilton. <laughs> no, no, Scrubs. Scrubs. She said Hamilton. Yeah, Hamilton. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so I love it. <laughs> I love that she thought I was Lin Manuel. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even see your name there. There's yeah. too many white people. Too many white yeah. people for Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Welcome. Happy um, anniversary. So I, I, when we got married, I made a promise every year I make her a mixed team. Okay. Um, now it's obviously going to like a streaming service and like YouTube playlists or whatever. But so. As I continue to put these together, like we've had a crazy year. And so I'm always trying to look for like, I need, I need a jam. I need a really good song that we can add to this list. I love this one. I love this one. Oh. And I just need help. Kind of like, give me any, I'm looking for any inspiration. Okay. I mean, the, the, the list of songs goes from like hip hop to old school to modern stuff to, to uh, like Donald, you were talking about that 16 Candles song could be on there. I'm I'm looking for ideas, something to just. Well, you know my favorite one, and you probably use it already, but it's by Method Man and Mary J. Blige. You're all good one. I need to get by. I bam 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 bam. Shorty, I'm there for you anytime you need me. For real, girl, it's me in your world. Believe me, nothing make a man feel better than a woman. Cream with a crown, not be down for whatever. There are a few things that's forever. My lady, we can make war or make babies. I'm just saying, that's a good one. Okay. <laughs> why don't we all go around and uh, why don't we all go around and recommend a song for their romantic uh, list? I'll give you you guys a chance to think about it or go through your phones and look at something you play a lot. 
I just discovered this new song. By the way, I've been watching American Idol this season, and I haven't watched American Idol in years. And since Kelly? No, I've seen it since then, but it's been a long time since I truly watched it. And this season, you know, we stumbled on to, into it, and it's really good. There's some genuine talent, and um, it, I like that they keep it sort of young. The oldest person's 26, and the youngest person's 15, and some of them are just like you cannot believe their voices. But anyway, one of them sang a song that I've been listening to nonstop. It's Ben Rector, Brand New. And um, it's sort of uh, poppy rock, but it's just so life-affirming, and it just gets you amped up and makes you excited to take on the day. So that's my suggestion for this moment because I've been listening to it a lot. Ben Rector, Brand New. Daniel, and also, turn. Wait, one last thing. That When Harry Met Sally soundtrack has a bunch of really good songs on it, whether it's It Had to Be You or – that yeah, mm. you can't go wrong. It's it's, very, it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of um, uh, 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 Ray Charles too uh, on it uh, as oh, well. You were, so. you were only asked for one song, but thank you. Um, <laughs> that was kind of cliche, but I love that endless love song. Still, I don't care. Endless love for that song. Endless love from Deontay. Okay, Daniel. Um, this is a song by one of my favorite newish artists, guy named Gabriel Garcon Montano, and the song is called Six Eight. And it's kind of like a, a weird rhythm, but the weird rhythm is about the weird rhythm of love. And uh, it's it, it's it's a song that, you know, the music matches the the theme and the tone. It's a really good song. Just called Six Space Eight. Six, also, eight. Bruno Mars, Leave the Door Open. Donald, That's fine. Donald, I'm saying. I'm Donald, saying. Donald, you had your turn. All right. That Rabidou. Bruno Mars song is fire. Rabidou. So <laughs> I will say this song was played at my wedding. Um, it's the Beatles. Um, you've got to hide your love away. I love that song. Oh yeah. Um, Beautiful. It's that is, you know, that's something that, you know, the first time I listened to it, you can like, I don't know something about it. And it was played at my wedding. So I feel I have to add it, uh, as a tribute to my wife, if she's listening oh. to this. Oh. I'm sure she doesn't listen. <laughs> well, she doesn't listen to it if you don't listen to it. Dude. That's for sure. Now, Renee, um, are you going to suggest something from a well, country I... album because you're in Texas? <laughs> no, no I, I have to say anything Sting has does mm. I love. Um, okay. Uh, also, uh, You Can Do Magic by America is one of my favorite songs. You okay. can do there you magic. Go. Keep going, Renee. Singer, Renee. Oh, Renee. No, I'm not a singer. <laughs> Renee is actually, uh, Ian, Renee is an incredible dancer. Renee, if you back up, would you do a dance for their anniversary? <laughs> I don't have my dance pants with me. Okay. Oh, it's, and it's not Wednesday. And it's not Wednesday. Okay. It's not Wednesday. Um, did everybody go? Joelle, did you go? I have a country song. It's from oh. Casey Musgraves, who does like, she's like the spiritual follow up to Willie Nelson. Um, but she sometimes does like these psychedelic songs and I love her and she has a song called golden hour and it's so beautiful and just about, you know, your love being like a sunrise and it's just, it's pretty and sweet. And then Kane Brown has a wonderful song called, uh, heaven. <laughs> I don't know. We're all looking through our phones now looking for like songs. Kane Brown. <laughs> Everybody's talking like about heaven. Like it's some, some place to go. That's a good one too. Lying here with you, lying next to you. It's a great song. You know what you my favorite sing song? To me all day. That'd my be great. favorite okay. song is the uh, Joelle Monique is down to get down song. Oh, That's uh, matter of fact. Matter of fact, I think you should put that on your uh, your little mixtape. Uh, the Joelle Monique is down to get down song. And okay. Zach, didn't you listen to Mich Michelle Branch a lot? Oh yeah, right? we talked yeah. about so, Michelle on the show. I, and in fact, we were DMing, and I thought I was going to get her to come on and sing. Yo, every 
it to me. She was like, "That's and gonna I cost can't. you about fifty grand, though." Buddy. Yeah, <laughs> yes, her. I don't know. She was. We were. We were. We were having a nice chat, and then I was like, "Do you want to come on the podcast and sing everywhere acoustic?" And then she never replied. Did you know that forty-six percent of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. Happy, you're welcome. And thank you for coming on and have a wonderful happy anniversary. anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy I anniversary, apologize guys. that we're not the cast of Hamilton. But no, you will, I'm totally confused. You I will no find. Idea. I was folding when you, laundry and having a glass of wine. I you no will find when you see Hamilton, there are a few more African-Americans in their cast. Um, <laughs> but um, we're a good second best. I was just happy that she thought I was Lin-Manuel. I don't think she thought you were Lin-Manuel. <laughs> I bet you she did. No. She yeah. thought I was Lin-Manuel Miranda. I did. I uh, did. See? All right. Thank you, guys. <laughs> thank you. Awesome. Thank, thank you. you so much. So, you guys, 
we're going to wrap it up soon. Um, I thought it was funny that I try and enroll you guys into a foursome into bed with me and Kylie. I thought oh, it was yeah. hilarious when you walk by the trumpet player and you go, bye, trumpet player. Yes. Oh, I don't God. know. Na- yeah. na- I, I, I love bye, Trump. You said, bye, trumpet player. I don't know. Now I know why your music is so sad. Yeah, I made that up too. Was that imp- yeah, that was me. I made line. that up too. I was on fire in this episode. Let's be honest. I also laughed at, it's so hot. Yeah. <laughs> and then the janitor comes out and goes, this should not have been removed. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. Uh, and then, I like the uh, part the Sam Lloyd. I mean, yes. Right. Sam yeah. Lloyd. Who could use buffer a buffer between me and my mom? Me and my mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I hope you guys had fun. We love you. We miss you. Um, maybe you'll come back on again if you had a good time. Yeah. Very fun. Oh, yes. God, yeah. Do you guys Thank have anything you, you want to anything I you want to plug or promote? So yeah, if you guys have oh anything yes. you want to talk about, God, or plug, go ahead, plug your shit. Plug I do have something I want to to plug. Actually, can I? Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. Yours. I'm finishing up my first documentary feature. So Zach, you know how difficult that process I is. I do. I've been working on it for like four years, and um, the film is actually about a relative of mine. His, his name is uh, Billy Dean Anderson. He was a criminal, but also an outsider artist who escaped a maximum security prison and went to live in a Tennessee cave for four and a half years while he was on the run. And so in the cave, he painted, sculpted, kept a journal. Um, So my sort of intent with the project is to shift the focus away from his criminality, which the locals sort of prop up um, as this like, as this defiant sort of folk hero figure and uh, shift focus to his art, his art and his creative life and sort of show the power of his art to reconnect him to his humanity. That sounds incredible. Yeah, that's we're, I'm working with a composer now and like in the final stages. All right, so you're just telling everyone to look out for it when, when it's done is what you're saying. Yes, I have, right, what's yeah, the title? I have a website. What's it's it called? called A Long Hard Streak, which is not pornographic in any way. It's, a, <laughs> it's actually a piece of his writing. It's like a... <laughs> my God. It's I, a, my, <laughs> brain, my brain did not go to something pornographic. Mine either. That was yeah. crazy, Now it dude. did. it's a section of his writing it's a it's a it's like a phrase from his poetry okay and what's the website where people can check out your work it's longhardstreak.com longhardstreak.com everyone check out the legendary uh scott rabidou's uh documentary which sounds very interesting i'll be the first person watching it when you're done deontay renee anything you want (laughs) to um no, I just want to, you know, I'm not plugging anything. I just want to say, I want to plug you guys and just say thanks a lot for having us on. Thanks a lot for, you know, the years on Scrubs. Uh, I, you know, you guys probably don't even realize, you know, we, we're standing in, so we're watching all the time. That's all we do. We're there 14 hours a day. Mm-hmm. I learned so much uh, from, from, from you, Zach, and you, Donald, and, and Bill, and the directors, and all the writers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was it just, I, kept, I couldn't ask for a better place to actually learn comedy. Uh, you guys don't know, like after the show ended, I went on, on to uh, stand in on other shows, mostly sitcoms, and every show I went to, I would end up getting a part because I would do the run through uh, for something that's not cast, and they would be like, wow, this guy gets it and gets comedy. And it was because of the training I got on Scrubs every Aww. day. Uh, so I just want to say thank you, thank you. It, it was, you went off and did improv for a bit too, though, didn't you? I did, I did. Uh, Neil Flynn, you know, I just thought he was hilarious, and he put me onto his uh, improv Olympic 
uh, studio, and I, I went there for a couple of years and did all their all their levels of training and shows uh, over there. So I mean, I was going to work with you guys 12, 14 hours a day, leaving there, going straight over to do improv. Uh, so for years, I just I felt like I just got the best training uh, that you could possibly get, and it just led me, you know. It just lets me to get more work just because you guys, and you guys are always so generous. I, yes. People out there, you guys don't know. I would have auditions and these guys, like, I, like almost everyone on the cast, like, what are you doing today? I'm like, oh, I got an audition at noon. And they're like, well, let's see it. And they would help me. Uh, and so I, it was just amazing. I, I couldn't. Well, we always, yes. we, we yeah. always rooted, we always rooted for all you guys and yeah. we, we love you and I'm so happy to see you. I mean, I, I just, um, I, I really miss you guys and I, I look at you and I just, I have a smile creep across my face because I think of all the fun times we had together. Renee, and, is there anything you want to? Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a stay at home mom now and well, homeschooling because of COVID, but yeah, Scrubs, it helped me after I, I left Scrubs, I was a PR director for an arts foundation in school. And of course, being on Scrubs helped me to, you know, be a good PR person because I was so used to, you know, it kind of gave me the confidence and the the background to feel solid in that career. And, and that I did that for many years until I became a stay at home mom. And to this day, I mean, I would ask, I would ask. Andy Rawson, why he lit things certain ways, why he did that, um, how he got rid of shadows. And I can take great photos of my of my daughter <laughs> yes. because every single yeah. person on Scrubs had a had a camera, had a Leica, had a this, had a that. And they were all doing these things and you just couldn't help but get it was like a it was like a, a course. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's a private course. I, yeah. I feel the same way. I, 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 um, I think about how much I learned from from people on that show, and and um, and even for me, it's the often obviously Bill, but a lot of the directors. I mean, so much I learned about comedy directing from it was like a grad school. We 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 all got to learn from all these really really talented people. Yeah, totally. yeah, Zach. I mean. I, I echo exactly what Deontay said. Oh, but, now you're you know, going to get we, on Deontay's no, no. Uh, <laughs> tip. <laughs> no, but in the sense of uh, of being behind the camera, because you know, obviously, our job was to stand there and we basically observed. And I got to see camera lighting, sound, every how the sausage was made. And obviously, Zach, watching you was amazing. Um, and I learned so much from you as you were learning from other people. And it was just this environment where you know it was everything was so open. You know, I think I strapped the steady cam on a few times, and the, cam the you know everyone just let you learn and let you do what yeah. you needed to do. And it's really like helped me in this sort of like one man band type filmmaking I do now. <laughs> awesome. Well, Last I, question. And then I'll let this go. I'm sorry, Zach. Have you guys worked with other people from the show since the show? I worked with, with Janae, mm -hmm. um, Janae, right. You know, writer. Mm -hmm. uh, I worked with her on a sitcom for about uh, four or five years, uh, right after scrubs, uh, and it, that's about it, though. That's the only person I've really seen. Um, well, guys, thank you. Um, what, what do we want to say as we wrap up, Joel? Let's not forget anything. Oh, um, there's some uh, socks in the merch store, guys. We, Ooh. um, we have, um, fancy socks. Yeah, if you feel like you want to put your foot in my face, I saw yeah. that. Yes, if you guys want to step on me and Donald's faces, you can. <laughs> even if you don't want to step on us, even if you want to use it 
Uh, never mind. Never mind. Oh, no, no, it's not. Once <laughs> it's in your, <laughs> once it's in your possession, you know, we've told you how we um, had to sometimes strategically hide our junk in a sock when doing a sex scene. You can put okay. this on your junk. Okay, I, oh. I was gonna say, if you want to, you can take the sock and wrap it around your junk. Yeah, whatever you want to do with it. Whatever once you it's in your, it. once it's in your hand. <laughs> once you possess said home. socks. Yeah. <laughs> Please do not send us pictures of the socks. I don't want dick pics. We don't no want them. Um, but you go. I love Joelle's like doing a deadpan no face. Um, we um, go to the merch oh shop, which is uh, cottonbureau.com. And uh, if you put into the search fake doctors, real friends, you will find the socks. And they're dope. We still have badge pulls. If you're someone who needs a, a badge on, those are cool. Also, we're, we're, we're going to re-up on new things in the merch store. Yes, we're talking about new stuff. Joelle, anything okay. I'm forgetting? Uh, no, uh, guys, We the, the whole rotation of episodes will be done. I know some of you are very upset, like you're confused, but but don't worry. This is 218. We're going to hop back to 217. 418. 417. 418. Oh, sorry, guys. Start, start it again, Joelle. <laughs> Just start it again yeah. for clarity. Yeah, I know a lot of you guys are worried about missing episodes or, or trying to watch and, and be on time with everything. So it, as Zach mentioned at the top of the show, where we will be going back and catching up. So you will get uh, 416, 417, and 418 total. Just be patient. And, the, and, and, we're gonna pu- and we're going to put out the um, the live show on audio. Um, that is how you will get 416. Oh. Yeah, that's going to mm-hmm. come too. So don't, don't fret. It's all coming out. Uh, we love you. We care about you. Donald, what else? Oh my gosh, there's so many things I could say right now. But I could keep talking to these three forever. Yeah. I mean, I miss you guys. I really but most do. important, well, if you're yeah, ever I want to thank Austin, our guests. You guys, I mean, if you're ever in Austin, I don't live in Austin. Austin's far from a city Austin. I'll be in, yes. Austin, no. I, can I actually go to Austin every now and then, so okay. Um, and, we, and one day, one day, you guys, we really got to have a big <laughs> ass reunion, like a real in person reunion. Totally. Sure. Yes. Well, I'm right. in Burbank. So I'm close, guys. I've yeah, never heard of that. That's, um, that's, Rabbit, that's where are you at nowadays? Pasadena. Pasadena. So why don't, close you guys, why don't you guys hang out, Deontay? Why don't you go play with his kids? I, I know. I, you know we, <laughs> COVID. We, me and Rabbit did hang out for a while and just kind of, you know, got, got life busy for a minute. All right. Well, yeah, he got married and had kids. I get it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. And um, we'll see you next time. Donald. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about show we made. About a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved me. I said, he's got stories that you all should know. So gather around to hear our, gather around to hear our Scrubs Rewatch Show with Zach and Dono. Mm-hmm. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. 
You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.